0: When we talk about freedom, certain images come to mind. We might have the vague notion that it means doing whatever I want to do whenever I want, having no restraints or responsibilities or accountabilities. But that kind of freedom is called adolescent freedom. In the Red and Black, there was an interesting article by Brian Underwood, and he talks about the human person. He's talking about government and how we should govern each other and what our relationship is. And he doesn't like the definition of freedom that says somehow we're related and accountable to one another. He says, for millennia, man has been told that he lives for Caesar, the tribe, the clan, the king, the caliph, the state, etc. It is time man is told the truth. He lives for himself. Man has but one life to live. It is unequivocally his own to live. This principle is the basis of individual rights. No man is beholden to another. For to truly live, man must be free to live. This man does not understand Greek Orthodox anthropology or ecclesiology or what it means to be a person. Today we celebrate freedom in two ways. We celebrate spiritual freedom for the Feast of the Annunciation, and we celebrate civic freedom for Greek Independence Day. Now, as Americans, we appreciate our freedom, freedom to make choices, to buy and sell, to live wherever we want to. But even with all these freedoms, I'm not free from the assault of advertising and of a culture that I feel less and less comfortable in and can participate less and less in. Yet on some level we do appreciate not living in North Korea or Afghanistan. Civic freedom is something to value. But today we celebrate (coughs) spiritual freedom. Now they say that being an adult is about how we handle responsibility or the ability to respond. We say about irresponsible adults, uh, they never grew up. What constrains our freedom is our ability to respond, our ability to grow up. In the example of the Virgin Mary at age three, She was put into the temple. She was raised inside the temple. Now, some might think that she was not free at all. She couldn't go out with her friends. She didn't choose to go in there at three years old. Hardly looks like freedom. But if you look at her ability to respond, when the archangel Gabriel came to her, she responded Let it be done according to thy will. She freely chose God. This is a sign of true freedom because it is connected with our will. Christ had two wills because he was perfect God and perfect man. And as we are studying in the orthodox way, his human will submitted to his divine will. In God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there are not three wills, but there is one will. There is distinction, writes Callistos Ware, but never separation. Father, Son, and Spirit, so the saints affirm, follow the testimony of Scripture, have only one will and not three. Only one energy and not Three, none of the three ever acts separately apart from the other two. They are not three gods, but one God. Yet although the three persons never act apart from each other, there is in God genuine diversity as well as specific unity. So how does that relate to us? Well, if we reject the adolescent idea of freedom, of doing whatever we want, whenever we want, with no strings attached, no accountability, and we see a more grown-up understanding, true freedom is the ability to do God's will. Just as the Virgin Mary did, and as Christ himself did. Christ says, I came not to do my will, but the will of him who sent me. Now, here's where it gets uncomfortable, how free are we to do God's will? Many things impinge on that freedom. We have distractions, we have excuses, we have agendas, we have addictions, we have phobias, we have hurts, we have passions, And besides that, we're selfish. They all conspire to enslave us. We each have our own story, our own struggle. My iconography teacher in Greece, Kostofotiadis, said, Greeks fight every day to stay free. He meant not to lose their identity. How is it that saints in the gulag, Soviet prison system were free? Not civically, not physically, spiritually. Because they chose to love in the face of hate. They chose to forgive in the face of sin. They chose to obey God rather than to give over their will to my rights. Today is a powerful reminder of what we are called to. (coughs) You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Ask God to show you the truth and then sit quietly and respond ably. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.